Hello and welcome to the new series of Movement and Imagination's official podcast, Young, Gifted and Sam. In this new series, we are again interviewing people we think can not only help you in the acting industry with their words of advice and stories, but can hopefully give you an insight into what life is like early doors in the industry. We're going to have a new episode every couple of weeks, so if you like what we're saying and what we're bringing to the podcast table, then please rate, comment and subscribe. Bear in mind that only five-star reviews are going to be accepted. Our previous series, in which we interviewed acting practitioner Paul Elson and theatre director slash actor slash agent Matt Holt, are both available on our website. Just head to Google, type in Movement and Imagination website, go from there. Movement and Imagination's new film, starring Michael Peace, fresh from treading the boards at the Royal Exchange in Manchester, is called Incredible Imagination and is out really soon. We're really happy with it. We're once again following our ethos of exploring the role of movement and movement technique in film to help add greater layers and presence, as Paul Elson puts it, into our work. So keep checking our website and various social media pages for when that's out. We are on Twitter, at Movement Imagine. That's Imagine, not Imagination, just to confuse you. And you can get us all personally, at TomSydney09, at MichaelPeace23, and at Smotchin, which is spelt S-M-O-T-C-H-I-N. We are brought to you with the continued help and support of the Academy of Live and Recorded Arts, ALRA. ALRA is one of the leading conservatoire drama schools in the country. It's the only accredited drama school to have a base both in London and in the North. Its alumni list stands up to any and is growing bigger and better all the time. As well as the acting course for both BA and PGs, it has wonderful links with Leicester University and loads of different opportunities, no matter what background you're from, to get some real world-class training under your belt. I train there and so did today's guest. And if you want more information about the school, the audition process or anything at all, then their website is www.alra.co.uk and you can follow them on Twitter at Alra Drama. And that is all done. Today's guest is Ryan Clayton. Ryan graduated from Alra North a few years ago. Since graduating, he's had various roles in theatre and television. And now he's appearing on The Cobbles in Coronation Street. Before that, he was in Gypsy Queen, Rob Ward's brilliant play about two gay boxers. It was a dark, tough role to play, and the play itself was not frank in its views on how homosexuality is viewed in the macho world of boxing. It smashed Edinburgh Fringe, as did Ryan, and is currently touring again and will be, I think, for a long, long time. If you don't know Ryan from that, then you probably know him from Coronation Street where he is appearing as Josh Tucker in a male rape storyline that has been critically acclaimed and has had the nation gripped. Ryan is a really good friend of mine, and one thing that has always struck me about him is his work ethic, his approach to acting, the dedication and sacrifice he gives are a testament to where he's at now in his career. In this episode, he talks about his training, drama school life, how it helped him, as well as the inside story of auditioning for Coronation Street, as well of what it's actually like on the set of one of Britain's most loved TV soaps. If you want to see or hear more from Ryan, you can follow him on Twitter, at rclayton92, or of course you can watch him on Coronation Street on ITV, where he continues to shine. Thanks for listening today, and without any more delay, here is Ryan Clayton on Young, Gifted and Sam. Okay, hello Ryan. Welcome to um, welcome to the show. Um, we were just talking about the the casting process that you had to go had to go through for Corrie. Now, obviously, this podcast is mainly listened to by P 
people who go to Aura mainly, mm. and my mum, who's obviously a big fan. But if you just want to talk a little bit about the casting process and what you had to go through to sort of get your get your role, really. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I was really, really fortunate when it came to Coronation Street in the particular role that was, um, which I've acquired now. Um, so I was touring a play called Gypsy Queen, which did happen to come to Aura, um, for those who do remember it. And for those who don't, it was um, about two gay boxers and, um, and obviously one was from a gypsy background, hence the name. And yeah, and then next minute you know, um, after the Hope Mill performances in Manchester, there there happens to be this role in Coronation Street that's about a boxer, um, who you know who, for those who don't know the story, um, my character Josh Tucker rapes uh, David Platt, which you know it had been done before on Hollyoaks, but in terms of um, in terms of a you know, perhaps a, a show like Coronation Street, which has an extra six million viewers and a complete different demographic is quite a big deal. Uh, so it was a lot to take on, obviously, as responsibility. But in terms of getting that role, yeah, like I say, I was really lucky. Um, it just happened to crop up at the perfect time. Yeah. Like it couldn't be any more perfect. So, but in terms of the actual casting and what was what was required in there, so um, so the first round of auditions, uh, I was told what was going to happen. I was told it was going to be a male rape. Okay. So I was given, the, you know, the circumstances, which was, I, I was quite surprised, actually. Yeah. Um, but, of course, wasn't told who it was happening to. No. Uh, when you realise it's a character like David Platt, someone, you know, the, the, the nation has grown up with. <laughs> he, he was there from you know, 11 years old. So they do feel like David is, is someone who um, they've grown up with. Um but yeah, so the first round of auditions, uh, I was given I was given this script that was more or less more or less very alike to what you saw on the actual the actual um, on screen. Um, Josh going around to uh, David's house the next day, um, and talking as if like everything was cool. It was it was just he totally accepted it. Totally yeah. took responsibility so for it. So this is the scene the next day. He right, goes yeah, around yeah. to David's house and he's very calm. Um, well, that is how I chose to play it and just cool. And I think that's what they've got really, what really, so Jenny Radcliffe is the um, head of casting there. And then Sophie Flanagan is her assistant. And yeah, so so it was Sophie who came to Hope Mill, I should probably say. She came along to see that. And then, you know, I was very lucky that was she that, invited me along. And that, sorry to interrupt. With that Gypsy Queen thing that you that you were in and the player I saw, and it's actually starting again in February. Mm-hmm. Um, what... Um, did you invite her? Thinking or was it uh, total, no, so no. so we left it because me and Rob Ward, the Rob Ward who wrote it, um, he 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 sort of said to Jane, we both said to Jane, look, you go ahead, invite people along, whoever can make it down, that'd be great. Uh, and yeah, and luckily enough, um, her name actually wasn't even on the uh, on the list, okay. so we didn't even know that she'd come. And then you know, I'd say a month or so later, down the line, I got called up for Corrie, and the, with this thing on paper, which is just like. Wow, this is perfect. Um, but yeah, so in terms of the first audition and played this scene, like I say, going around to his the next day. Of course, at that point, I didn't know what was happening to David. Uh, and then for me, um, so I think something that, that really, I think it was probably my first audition that landed me the role, to be honest. Okay. Um, because I just played it completely calm and just completely like, whoa like why are you freaking out like it's just just like and i did overhear a few of the others where they were getting like 
really angry and like, oh, you know, like they're just really trying to, I don't know, just trying to emote to David and like, and just put like this. And I was just like, whoa, <laughs> like it's fine. So yeah, so um, they told me that particular point, which is quite rare, that they wouldn't um, get back to me in about another three and a half weeks. So yeah, so I was sort of eagerly waiting, but then patiently because I did understand it was three and a half weeks. Normally it would would be a lot less. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking a week or two weeks average. Yeah, you normally uh, give yeah, yourself a little, yeah, yeah. little time to worry about it, don't you? Of course, and then three the third by the third week you're gone. It's gone. It's definitely gone. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, so I was I got to the third week and I was like oh, and then really really. Um, I mean, this was so strange. Jane rings me. Uh, she's asking me, auditioning me for this this thing at Bolton, and this sort of read, you know, read out loud. It was a lovely little event, like at fiftieth um, anniversary of Bolton. Mm-hmm. It was Nat Grady as well, who's taught at Alra for those who haven't been taught by her. Uh, myself and Tommy were. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I did it with Matt Grady, and that was great. And then, um, so Jane just sort of said at the end of the call, and she said, I think we're going to have to let the coronation straight thing go. And I was like, oh, okay, um, that's fine, that's fine. And then she puts the phone down, and literally about five minutes later, she can back, rings back and goes, eh, we've got you the recall. Oh, great. I like so, the she says, we've got you the recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, you've got a recall. Yeah. And so just so people know as well that Jane is that Jane Hollywood. Jane Hollywood, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a good Manchester-based agent. Just for... Manchester-based, I'd probably, you know, in my humble opinion, I'd I'd probably consider her as probably the best in Manchester. But of course, yeah, it's you know, it's his personal taste, you know. I think going on from that, is, which is a good point. Um, I know it's, it's sort of separate from what we're saying. Um, you know, there's a lot of big, there's a lot of people there at Courage Street who are with with big agents. Yeah. And then there's people, you know, so a lot of them are with Curtis, Curtis Browns and you know United agents. And then there's a few others who are just that step below. Mm-hmm. Um. And of course, yeah. So I've, I've received a lot of different advice, and whether to go with like those big, those big names, those mm-hmm. big fish. Um. And of course, and then you've got you've sort of got your A league, and then you've got your your B league, just just under that, and you know like Wary McKenna, but then they have great contacts in America as well. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Babner is with um, Wary McKenna, and yeah, they have really good, really good um, contacts over there. So yeah, it's always it's not always like aim for the top. It's not as simple as that. It's a really complicated, but. It's just about who finding who fits you best and what feels right. But yeah, yeah, continuing on the um, the casting process. So yeah, I uh, I got the call uh, and then they said we were auditioning you. I think it was a call on the Monday morning and then I got the recall the next Monday. Uh, so this was for the screen test. Mm-hmm. So for the screen test, uh, I had done a screen test before. I'd, I'd done one at Hollyoaks and I'd done one in Emmerdale before I came to our actually. Yeah, I've done one at Emmerdale as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how was it? What did they do at Emmerdale? Like, was, 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 was it on for, set? Or? It was It was not on set and it was mm. with, I can't remember his name now, but it, it was an actor from, from the from the soap who I'd be playing yeah, along yeah. with. Um, not a dingle. Not a dingle. That's no. unfortunate. I know, because I'd be a cracking dingle. It was actually for quite a posh character, which mainly, maybe that's why I didn't get it. But, um... <laughs> Yes, it was. It was. It was. I had to read alongside him, basically, and opposite mm. and opposite him. Um, 
I think he I can't remember who he played so I just don't know but um, yeah, yeah. No, I knew at the time but mine was before Arrow as well yeah, um, yeah. yeah yeah and it was well before I don't know if it was what it was like for you for auditions for Arrow but for me it just seems a million million years oh, ago yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. everything just, just didn't exist yeah yeah, uh, just yeah didn't exist. coming yeah, in yeah. just like dressed in whatever yeah yeah not yeah. looking just yeah, yeah every, no audition just, uh, technique whatsoever at that point for me mm, mm. No, I uh, yeah uh, yeah so yeah no I I funny enough one at Emmerdale and that wasn't on on set, but then the Hollyoaks one with Peter Hunt mm-hmm. who obviously taught at Aura, myself and yeah yourself we were both taught by him um great teacher and yeah great contact to have and obviously if you go have trained at Aura it's it's always worth he always goes so, to Aura shows exactly it's always worth con- really well it's always worth it. contacting him you know oh, um, he'll understand your training and what's what you, what you've been taught um. But yeah, so the Hollyoaks one was on set and it was with a few people. So there's a few people there. It was the producer, two uh, cameramen, um, uh, one of the one of the uh, writers, one of the writers. But you know, a room full of small, yeah, yeah. not not many people, not many yeah, yeah. people around. Yeah, so around five people. Coming to the Cory one, <laughs> um, I'm doing my screen test with David Platt, Jack P. Shepherd. Uh, so I actually did it with him. Uh, I mean, as if that wasn't nerve-wracking enough, uh, because at the time, I mean, we've we've sort of become really good mates. Uh, but at that particular time, was was pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jack's very very underplayed. He's, he's a fantastic actor. As I think he's done an incredible job with this storyline. Um, but he's very underplayed and he's very subtle. And mm-hmm. in an audition, you're like. Am I being totally too big here? Yeah. Like, and and I, you know I'm I'm someone who, who never likes to um, separate theatre from television. I think if you get too bogged down in that, then it, you you just start thinking in your head too much. Like I try to treat them as, as similar as possible. Um, of course, just when I'm on theatre, then I'll I'll just try to be more on voice and yeah be heard and be more articulate but then in terms of my acting I, I try to just you know I'm, I'm searching for a naturalism that's that's my my approach to the to the two um to the two different uh, styles mm-hmm. um so so yeah so I come in and and I knew I was doing it with Jack B. Shepard I knew, I knew it was going to be a screen test and what I did not expect is an entire crew to be there <laughs> like an entire crew uh, it's got Judith Dine who directed my first uh, episode and she was very like you know this cool sort of like uh, London uh, sort of middle aged woman and, and, and you know very very directory yeah. and very like yeah yeah and I was like whoa <laughs> um, but with this whole crew there in the bistro uh, she's saying you do this you do this you do this and I'm like sorry what do I do um, yeah. what are the actions um, and yeah this was something that was this this particular script was actually something that was never um n- never done it, it was actually a crossover of of the dr ali who's in it now so it was like a combination of the two um which was strange but you know um, same with my amateur one they gave me an no, old yeah, nothing but then the first one the first one was like it, it seemed very it seemed like they should have done it the other way yeah. around <laughs> um but uh so we did that and then um yeah, about a week later, found out that I got it. Great. Yeah, what yeah. a good day at the office. It was, it was. About <laughs> right, a week later, and then, sorry, I should say, another week later, I started. Oh, cool. So, so, nice like, so two weeks from the audition, 
week after I found out, I, I was straight in. And it was, to be fair, it was, they, you know, it wasn't a case of going, it's like a million scripts, go and learn them. They gave me my scripts in advance. I had plenty of time to learn them. Um, and, and to be fair, they give plenty of, there's, there's lots of time in, in, in advance to, to learn the scripts. Yeah. Know, the, the, the way Coronation Street, the way Emmerdale works at the minute, I'm not sure, I can't comment on EastEnders or Hollyoaks, they work in blocks. So what you've got is, is there's about normally around four or five, there's four different blocks going on at a time. Uh, and there's, there's four different directors at a time. So, you know, you can, you know, you can change from say it's episode 23. You can do that, and then you can jump to episode forty-five really? in the same day. Wow! So you you're jumping from like you know twenty like twenty episodes like in one day like and it's yeah so it's it's just about finding that through line. Mm-hmm. So how you can find that through line and to, and obviously where you've gone where you've come from and where you've gone in between that that time and just making sure you're on it on it in that way. But I think you know the, the the thing I find is just just play the scene, you know, just just play that scene and, and what is required, and 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 try not to get into your headspace too much about like you know about you know oh and this this because you know it might not always make sense. So, yeah, so there has got to always be a fluidity, like you yes, know, it becomes a naturalistic thing with that way. Of yeah, 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 and, and just 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 like you know, listening, responding, like you know, just 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 working what is required and what is asked of that scene. And what is asked of that scene, and I know, you know, everyone has a different approach. You know, like some people at Coronation Street look at the scene before theirs, and they'll actually look at the scene before and go, oh, okay. So how can we switch it up from that? Yeah. Um. You know, I, I guess that is a that is a very much rooted in a in a very sort of storytelling storytelling type way, and also. If it's the last episode of the last episode, sorry, last scene of the episode, yeah, uh, you know, perhaps you know, just dropping that bombshell, <laughs> and, uh, you know, using using the dun, 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 or, or should I say, no, no, yeah, yeah, getting that in, okay, yeah, okay, nice, yeah, great. Well, um, obviously we talked a little bit about Aura, um, and obviously Ryan was there a year before me and graduated. A year before me, so I guess you graduated. I am younger, should we say that? Yes, okay. Most people are, I can say that. Um, but you, so what is it? 2015, you graduated. I think? 2012 to 15. Yeah, okay, I was there from. So with that in mind, then with Aura being what it is now, then to an extent as well, you tra- you get trained in the big three, as we know. So there's obviously radio, TV, and theatre. There's other yeah, elements yeah. as well, but they're obviously the main three. Yeah. With that in mind, that being your main source of training, what aspects of that training are you drawing on at the moment, if any? Is there any? Um, and you know, I, I'll always, uh, I, I'm probably one of the very few who does who still does a, a, a warm up. It's definitely not as long as it used to be, um, but you know, I still wake up in the morning. I still do my tai chi. I still, you know, and it's very much about breath and just receiving and and mm-hmm. and, and and that and i mean you know it does it does come more naturally to you and you find yourself just just you know it clicks but you know for particularly like the first years and the second years for you guys i'd say just just literally you like use your body as like as a tool or like a, you know an instrument like you have got a, you've got a you've got to find it first and then and then because i mean one thing for me um 
being someone who's, who's gone to the gym a lot and, and, you know, trained and boxed and sport very, you know, from a heavily sort of sporting background, I didn't have a lot of tension and, and how you can let that go. Cause you, you know, I, I, I think I managed to see myself and, and just, and just feel myself and you just sort of feel tense. And, and, and of course like, you know, you don't want to get too bogged down with it. Like there's there's sometimes where tension is required mm-hmm. um you don't you don't want to you don't want that to spoil who's an actor like of course just relax into it um but then there was certainly a, a hunching over and then as soon as it started to open up in the chest which was mostly through tai chi actually which is something i discovered myself um through that um and, and that is like i say something i still do every yeah. day when i'm in um, and then I do a bit of a vocal warm up and um, an articulate articulation. Well, you um, see the people. Exercise. Sure, it was the same in your year. The people who carried on the warm ups and the people who didn't. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. You notice. You, you so do. Oh, yeah, notice. yeah, yeah. And even do. now, you can notice. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think. It's I mean, you see, you see it on. You see. Well, I mean, it's so easy to see an untrained actor when you're in theatre. Mm-hmm. In the theatre, it's just so noticeable. Going back to Arrow then a little bit, we talked about obviously your warm-up and Tai Chi being a big thing. I think that's a really good thing that Arrow does is, although I've heard stories that some drama schools will teach you their way and this is your way. Oh yeah, Arrow was great for that, like absolutely, like just, you know, we'd, we'd try different ways exactly. and, and we'd always just be open, open to ideas and, and they did very much, you know, once it got to second year, what you know, first year, uh, you know, it is sometimes a bit of a struggle, especially towards the end, mate. Where you're going, oh, but this this is what's working for me, mm-hmm. and that's great that you're finding that. And but they'll also, but then also be like, just be open as possible to go yeah. in, like, oh, you know what, that might work. Like, you know, there's one set of teachers that I've found their methods work for me more so than another. But then, then you, you know, every every now and then, the, the particular um, practitioners that they'd be t- like they'd be educating us with. I'd pick up and go, oh yeah, no, I like that though. I like that, like that's 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 good. That one works for me. And then, and then I'd be like, oh, but then that other teacher, that doesn't work for me. Um, but but, but although although the the practitioner that, that she's mainly or she or he is mainly using um is is one that I've I've related to a lot more in the past. Yeah. So it's always just yeah, you've just got to be an open book and, and understand and just be receptive as possible. And it's about mixing up as well, isn't it? Because I think that. Larry Moss in his book um, Intent to Live uh, gives advice to actors on if you find one particular method that works or aspects of one particular method I should say don't be afraid to sort of mix them up and, and to sort of yeah, make oh, yeah, 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 no, um, no I definitely think that like you talked about Peter Hunt with his TV training and stuff and then the work that you do with Kieran for example in movie yeah, yeah, makes no, you no, so different not, but then it's all that's about it. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you know you like say like, as, I've, as I've said again I, I, I try really hard and never to never to um to separate theatre and, and TV, like mm-hmm. I, I, I never tried. You know, you can you can bring Chekhov, Michael Chekhov. Um, you know, Kieran works a lot with him. Um, you can bring that into TV. You oh, can bring definitely. That, you just, those are the those are the tech. You know, there's certain aspects um from theatre where you go, okay, well I can just t- tone that down a little bit here, but essentially you're 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 searching for a naturalism, a realism. I couldn't agree more. Um. What about um, then, we talked a little bit about that, um, we're going to go through the three sort of people we've got at the moment who will be listening to this, and those three people are going to be people who are applying for Aura, mm-hmm. um, people who are already there, um, yeah. I talked a lot, um, the ones I know the most are the PGs and the second years because I've taught them, and I say taught them, I've, I've chatted at them, um, and 
obviously the the graduates as well um and they're all three sort of people who are looking for different things if you could quickly just give a few words of advice from your point of view from someone who's successfully auditioned at drama school successfully now um you know at this stage anyway making a living from acting which is great um so what advice would you give let's say let's start with people applying for drama school any sort of advice for them uh, well uh, you know i, I think it's a long time it's... ago now isn't it? <laughs> no but I, I i think it's totally worth it you know um obviously it's, it's a lot of money you can understand that and it's very difficult um to afford it but you know if you want to if you want to get into the industry and it's a great it's a great you know you, you, it's a great step into it really isn't it you know you you compare it to the classes that are around and these classes are you know the once a fortnight or once a week and it's like you're not gaining any momentum you know this is you know you might get your uncle or your auntie going what do you do all day <laughs> and i start to think about think think back like what did i do all day and then but but it's because it has embedded into me and that you yeah. know that that practice has just felt like it just suddenly like all those hours of of doing like all these different classes they suddenly just come in and it you just it just sits in your body and you mm-hmm. go I know, yeah i understand that and it and it and it feels so much easier but at the time you know when when you're auditioning um yeah I, you know it, it, i can't express how, how important drama school is you know and i'd, I'd suggest it for anyone who wants to who wants to have a, a longevity in this career rather than you know talking with their Chris Gascoigne actually fun enough today about you know drama school and, and and the importance of it and the importance of learning and and yeah and and and, and sticking around and he, you know he's sort of people who come up to him and said like oh how do you get onto telly how do you get onto telly and he said he said oh well you know have you, have you heard of drama school and he said oh no no what's that and they said oh well, have you heard of this drama school like have you heard of our have, have you heard of that and, and they've gone oh no no and he said well you know what do you want and he said oh well, I just want to be on telly I just want to be on telly and and he said well if you're looking that then you just want to be famous don't you you don't yeah. want to be, you don't want to be but any but you know the skills you acquire at, at drama school they're they're the things that, that can keep you in like I say longevity rather than some what of a, an overnight success yeah definitely <laughs> as, as, uh, as, as I am um, yeah what about yeah. people like a sort of West talk, is West yeah you know we don't need to plug a film that's nearly 10 years old but we will watch <laughs> West is West um, in terms of people who are there um, I'm, not, I'm not just thinking of a specific year because I think if we if we treat it mainly I suppose towards second years PGs and third years because I think first year is a bit of a different kettle of fish um, mm. in terms of the sort of advice but not people in third year we're in that stage for example where after showcase after a few plays some people seem to be out of blocks quite fast and it's the same sort of thing in second year as well people mm. seem to be really up for third year or whatever yeah. but there are people who not out of the blocks so fast maybe or are still feeling a bit unsure and uncomfortable about loads of stuff or whatever yeah yeah any yeah. sort of words of advice from that well i mean i mean for third years and second years like you, you know um you are at a great skill and you are learning and and trust me like don't like everyone's doing the same thing like honestly every skill in the country it does exactly the same thing like in terms of technique and, and what you're learning it's exactly the same anywhere else they'll they'll try and they'll try and um you know you you might think oh that skill and you know and people will do different techniques and stuff like that and different you know um i'm sure the lessons but 
It's all the same, yeah, is yeah. it? Like, we looked at a video recently of people at Guildhall. And yeah, people yeah. At uh, Juilliard in New York. This yeah, yeah. Second yeah, yeah. And it wasn't an attack on them at all. No, no, no. It it's got more, an like, this, like, yeah. Sorry. Go. Yeah, it, it was more of like um, people seem to have this stigma maybe of Aura or maybe mm. of drama schools mm. in the North, which I consider Aura. I, I consider it now, and we're unbiased, by far the best one. But um, Oh, absolutely, yeah. This idea of that. Um, people might be a bit more unconfident or unsure of their ability because they haven't got a Rad at the end of the name or a Guildhall or a Juilliard. Yeah, yeah. If you look at videos uh, of these massive institutions of their classes and what they're mm. doing, yeah, yeah, it's 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 same. in one way or another, it's the same. same. Yeah, it's the yeah, same. yeah. Like, yeah, it is like the hours that you put in, and that there's gonna be a benefit, and just just have complete confidence in what you have, the skills you've acquired here. Um, of course, like, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, going down to London, being a northern school, it's harder yeah. to get people along. Um, but but then in the north, we've got great contacts mm-hmm. as well. And those contacts, well, the job I'm working on, for example, yeah, is a contact exactly. from the north. And, um, and, ours, and also, just on a separate note, it's so, just even from when we were there mm-hmm. to where it is now, not that it, and like, like you agree, I think the training is, is similar mm. and the quality of actor is similar, but in terms of our as a brand and growth and stuff, it's just getting bigger and bigger. And yeah, bigger. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and the more sort of people who are working and, and getting that name, then, then the better. Like, you know, I looked on the, the, the stimulus the other day and I was tagged in a, in a Twitter post and I saw all the other people who were working on different things. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you just see and you go, it's working, it's working. So Definitely. I'd say for the third years, we are feeling that, oh, I, oh, I don't. Know maybe I should have gone somewhere else, or or even second years who were feeling in that in that state, or you know, or or is is it working? Not necessarily. I should have gone somewhere else, or or is it working like at, at all? Like it will be, it will be. Just just like I say, just just trust it and and yeah, just don't get down bogged down with the politics of it as well. No, like, course, you know, yeah. you know, there's, there's always times when you it's always a struggle and there's, it's a stressful three years. It really is. Like you know, I I, I certainly had my my problems within those within those three years, and but then I had many many happy times as well. Yeah. Well, um, we that'd be quite a nice uh, maybe a nice thing to end it on. Um, we asked obviously we've been working with Kieran and Lynn from down south on sort of producing it, and mm. she wanted to know. I guess there's a, a nice way to sign off, really, um, in terms of, now it could be performance, it could be just a first-year lesson, it could be anything, but is there any sort of significant, fond memories of our few that you sort of like to take forward? Um, one of, I, to be honest, one of the um, one of the main learning points, actually, was not was when I'd done pretty terrible in the Crucible. Um, I'd done awful, just did it terribly. I just. Uh, I remember thinking you were awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were damn fourth. I, I was damn fourth, and... Uh, Kept getting drawn into the other lad, uh, Ryan Gilmartin, who's John John Proctor, and um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and uh, yeah, just kept getting drawn into like just coming towards him and just I don't know, just just the the, the staging. I, I ruined, and, and Andrew Phyllis, who directed it at the time, uh, you know, it was very free and 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 you know did did. You know, I didn't realize at the time, but it was all about what you can take from this, and, and it's all about yeah. you and, and how you're going to learn from this process, and, 100%. And, and just uh, and allowed us to just play and and be free with it. Um, so yeah, I got really bad marks. Well, not bad bad marks, but like say marks. Well, I've not said that marks for me was never something I was I was ever bothered about. But in in terms of um, 
a degree. It's helpful. It help. It's definitely helpful. Uh, but um, yeah, so I got in my head. It was a bit of a failure. It was a bit of a failure. I'd, I'd, I'd not done it as well, and and I think beforehand I I I'd done done a lot of plays. I'd done them well. I'd okay. done well, and you know I'd, I'd you know it was a not success. Not to go a bit as well. Yeah. Uh, so it was. It was a bit, and then but then there was a certain things that I did in the process where I went, oh okay, I've. I've I jumped on that too quickly. I, 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 so it was the the things that I did wrong actually. It was my failing that I learned how to be, you know, how to do that. And you know, it was I learned so much from it. Basically, it was it was interesting that you know, it wasn't actually the things that I had done well that I, that I took most from. It was probably possibly the crucible. Um, yeah. And then of course other players, you know, I had great fun. You know. Like I said, Vernon Godlittle and Rode. Oh, Rode. Brilliant. Oh, Vernon Godlittle was great. That was with uh, Liz Postles, where he directed yeah. that. And I was a mad Texan cameraman. That was, it was, that was brilliant. I loved Vernon Godlittle. I loved Rode, obviously. And then Rode, and that was with James, well, James Cartwright and Jim Cartwright as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you, you know, hopefully you get to work with James as well, because, yeah, James is a great contact to have as well. Yeah, definitely. If, you know, and a good laugh. He's, <laughs> for, he's formed his own agency now, I think. I think there's Well a, Jim Cartwright has, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so. Lawrence Sturgis, who is head of Bamland Productions, who's got some really good radio plays at the moment, um, she's represented by him. Mm. Uh, but anyway, um yeah, it's been brilliant. Um well hopefully that's given everyone a bit of an insight into an hour graduate and their sort of journey. And they for people who don't know Ryan, you sort of know him a bit now. Um you've already have a billion trillion Twitter followers, but if any of the hour lot want to get you and don't know you, do you want to sort of give a shout out to your social media or anything like that? Uh, yeah, so you can get me on um my Twitter is R Clayton, I think it's underscore ninety two. Or oh, that might be my Instagram. Um but then my Twitter is R Clayton ninety two. Uh, just a 92 I'll put it in the introduction as well when we yeah, call that yeah, later yeah. and if you do follow him on Instagram you get to see him boxing quite well I mean out of breath quite a lot yeah so yeah yeah as you can see our, our, uh, our training our training lessons I'm going to I'm going to get in there one day um, yeah. ready for the battle of uh Battle of uh, Battle of uh, Goodison with yeah, uh, Tony Bellier. Yeah, tune in next week for the yeah, Battle yeah, of Goodison. Yeah. Where we Maybe not next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thanks very much, Ryan. And um, yeah, okay, pleasure. Cool. Cheers, man. Keep on going, kids.